Hey crew, we wanted to let you know before the show starts that we have some new ways to support the show. That's right. Not only have we been streaming regularly at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow, which has included Rowdy Games of Uno, Smasher Pass, where you, the viewer, can push us further on our reasoning as to why we chose one or the other, and other moments that live exclusively on that Twitch, but also... We've opened up a Yayo Talk Show merch store. Either look in the description of this episode for the link or go to tinyurl.com slash yytshop to pick up a variety of cool stuff featuring art from our very own Molly Flood and Al McClellan Jr. Good luck spelling that one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Molly and I are going to be working on updating the store with new designs and new products as frequently as we can. <laughs> If you want to be the first person to hear about new designs, make sure you're following us either on our Twitch or on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. We'd probably still be doing all of this whether we had the show or not, but we're happy that you've made the decision to join us. Whether you're a new fan like Caden or been with it for decades like the rest of us, we're happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Yo! Yayo Talk Show! Don't give it up, Molly. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Marco. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Kayla. Don't They talk about the show, this group of four friends. Been going for a million years, there's no end. Watching every arc and saga, no sleep. It's the king of anime. 1,000 episodes deep. Yayo, Yayo, Yayo Talk Show. Talking about One Piece. It's the name of the podcast. We're not on Vine. What's up, wenches, privateers, and non-binary buccaneers? Welcome aboard the most flashy One Piece podcast on the Grand Line Internet. <laughs> I can't maintain this voice. Let's introduce <laughs> you to the crew. It's <laughs> a good effort. It's not that easy, is it, baby? <laughs> I mean, it's more of a social construct than like an actual thing. But uh, let's introduce you to the crew. First, we've got the captain of the Chrono Pirates, Molly D. Simpy. It's me. I, I can't do Buggy's voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to do that because that would hurt. Um, and I blew up my microphone because I changed my settings again. Uh, wild theorist Caden Jensen. Welcome. We're finally here. It's time for Buggy. Go for it. Oh, my God. I went up. The left Borg, Al McClellan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I, I am your defense attorney, uh, Saul Bugman. Um, <laughs> Saul Bugman. Bugman in law. Saul Bugman. Uh, and I am the Internet's gentleman, Mark Bidonica. And the B is for Bonesman. Welcome aboard to this. Man, what sort of energy we've created has been mad. We're coming off of... Uh, our first Twitch stream, and that was a long night, and we went to places, specifically Molly, that we didn't think <laughs> that we would go. Um, pure madness. X is out. We knew it was going to go to some places. <laughs> Fair enough. 30 people watched us play Uno for four hours. That's the <laughs> internet. I remembered what I said last night. It's just now coming back to you? At this point, we've probably tweeted out several times. <laughs> I forgot. Where? Actually, oh, I should boy. probably censor some of that. But um, what I mean, uh, in in case you like, what was I saying the entire night? It's like, yeah, censor that, censor that. 
No. Because well, we, I mean, do you know how many times Molly said "fuck"? Yeah. <laughs> not not that, but the thing that Molly didn't want to say and then said anyway because of reasons. <laughs> oh no, that's funny. There was an episode a couple weeks ago that I had to heavily censor because Molly just went off. Yeah. Oh, oh it was the best. This is true. You'll hear but it. You'll hear you, it at some point. In case you missed the boat, make sure to head over to twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow to get our uh, game streams, hangouts, chats. It's another way that if you're listening to the show presently on Twitch, thank you for, for joining us. But uh, if, if Twitch is a way that you absorb content, we want to fulfill that uh, need for you. So make sure to head over to there. And the more of a response that we get, the more we'll take part. Partake. I'm, I'm sorry to sorry to interrupt. Gosh, um, I'm sorry to, to interrupt. I'm trying to like overly censor myself now. Like I usually do, tend to do that anyway. But now I'm after last night. It's like no, we're actually doing the show. I actually I have to be a lot more censored and off. The, that's another thing. You get us off the cuff. You get like pre-show <laughs> versions of everybody. We we say censored. It's just the f word. <laughs> well, put it that way. Just put it that way. It was mostly just the f word. I mean, that's the thing that's censored. Like that's the thing that we 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 censor the most. Is I also just completely said a different word that I don't normally say. Goofy. I mean, I could start saying it, but then Mark would have to start. <laughs> Mark would have to start censoring that too. Oh, Boise. Was the word gilf? Because you say that a lot. I do. That's luckily that doesn't need to be censored. Right. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, yeah. No, I I don't know what I would have to do with myself if I had to censor every time that that not just we, like Caden, Al, and I collectively say gilf an okay <laughs> amount, but <laughs> like put all of those together to how many times Molly says it. Oh, Boise. <laughs> I just that is, gilf 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 to start chanting. Gilf, no, I, the oh, gilfy yeah. guy. Yeah. What? Yo, Bill Nye's a snack, though. Yo, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Caden's brain break. Wow. Uh, not even 10 minutes. Not uh-huh. even 10 minutes. This is going to be the new Nova argument. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm we need done. to stop talking about I that can't. argument. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't even remember what episode we recorded that on, but it's been some time. So like one since recording and then two since release because we're in a hell of a schedule these days. Ugh. You're right. You're right. A hundo. Still, hundo still just waking up from all of the Baja buggies. Yeah, we're a little silly. We're a little, we all woke up with a silly hangover. Not a normal hangover, a silly hangover. I didn't. From how fun it was last night. <laughs> I did. Except for Caden. All those goof bucks. Yeah, all the goof bucks. Instead of the hair of the dog, we're drinking the hair of the hyena. Hate that. <laughs> I'm just happy I got a giggle out of Al. I'm happy about that. Hair of the hyena. All right. Hair of the hyena. Every Does giggle I got out of out of Al last night was when I just kept saying pee pee, and I could just see hair in the background like a little Al giggle. You that was all that. I needed. No. Make sure you censor that. No. Yeah, since they're my giggles, they're offensive. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Today's episode is going to take us to the depths of the inescapable prison, Impel Down. If you have no idea what we're talking about, you should probably tune out now. Um, but before we get into the meat of recapping this, Caden, what episode are you at? 
5.32. I had an incredibly busy week. But, I mean, you're, but you're making forward progress again since the last time mm-hmm. we recorded. No, still 5.32. Same as last time. Uh-huh. I have not made it. I, I started watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> I need a break from One Piece, so I decided to start watching JoJo. <laughs> what? <laughs> so uh, make sure to tune in to our new... Uh, Yojo podcast. It's yada 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 podcast. Uh, yada, yada. Uh, it's me, Yayo. <laughs> you dare approach? <laughs> menace, 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 menace. Oh man, <laughs> never, absolutely not. I'm like, I'm like halfway through part two. I think. Wow. If right. Yeah. I must. Uh, do, have you been working on your I mean, Jojo poses? Have I been working on my Jojo poses? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have I been working on my Muda Mudas? Absolutely as well. What's a muda muda? What's a muda with you? <laughs> oh god. It's the perfect buggy episode. Everybody's right. like still kind of a little hungover and we're a little silly. Let's talk about the return of everybody's favorite character, Mr. Three. Um Joseph <laughs> yeah! <Joker>. The <laughs> Yeah, no, it is Bonchen. It, I was, like, it's not even Buggy. It's it's Bentham. Um, but, but in talking about Impel Down, if you if you joined us last time, we talked about the the budding love story between um, Boa Hancock and how she thinks Luffy thinks about her, which is such a lovely a, a, a lovely time of seeing multiple facets of this. Uh, character that that is kind of bad kind of mean but we see uh oh no she's kind of mean oh no she's kind of mean uh <laughs> wait, can is I Boa your wife Caden? no boa's big mood uh okay boa's big, nice. big mood boa big mood, big mood boa, boa. <laughs> me and boa hancock have like this like yeah I, I i'm picking up what you're putting down i understand you we have bros. a very similar vibe vibe bros Dude, can I complain just real quick? Just real. I would love for you to complain. I don't think I talked about this last time um, with Boa. Um, Kaden, you, I remember, were starting to read the manga a little bit, but you've mostly, yeah, but you've mostly just been on the anime. The anime plays up Boa's like affection, like like her being um, attracted to Luffy a lot more than it actually is in the manga. Like, there's like. Maybe one, we get the one time where she's fantasizing about Luffy and then Luffy's like, you know, he's like big Bishohan and he's just like, uh, like my, my wife, my, my wife, um, Fan service and it's in like, my one piece. Yeah. It's like, it's one yeah. bit. Like he, they, it, it's just like a really funny quick bit, but I've noticed in the anime, they play that up a lot and that is not what happens. They just like the anime was like, Oh, finally a love interest in one piece. We gotta like, we, we gotta beat this to death. And they do that bit so, 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 so much. And I think that's where part of my annoyance comes with her because she's actually really, she's a, as Kane said last week, she's a very well-written character. Like, Everything about her is just like very interesting and like the whole point of it. And then I feel like the anime doesn't entirely get that. They kind of play that shtick too much when she's like really powerful and like. Can I, uh, Molly, can I ask as, as a manga reader? Because I feel like there is a scene early on in this. So, as, as a way to get there. <clears throat> yeah. Go for Boa it. Hancock sneaks Luffy into the prison and by using her. 
uh, Matter Matter No Me, um, in the sort of examination room where she's about to get, um, like, the, body the searched. The, uh, yeah, body searched, freezes everything, and she has this moment with Luffy where the entire time Luffy's been calling her hammock, which is absolutely hilarious to me. Um, but she she goes like, look. This is very. This is a very serious situation. I'm happy to help you. I wish I could help you more, but please understand that a lot can happen if you really like go crazy. So do what you can. I can't be implicated. Blah 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 blah. And it's very serious. And Luffy, in his task to save Ace and sort and like everything that comes with that, he. It's it's important mm-hmm. because it's important to him. There is a bigger gravity to it, and for the first time he refers to her as Hancock. Mm-hmm. And when she hears that, we have one of those those moments where he, he becomes like super handsome and like, oh God, my dreams come true. I think we're married now. Like re- <laughs> that really ridiculous thing. But I think it's one of those moments that underscores how important this is to both characters and uses it as a way to add a little bit of extra levity. Did that moment happen in the manga? I want to say it did, but to like a very small degree, like it was like they went into the room and then I think it cuts back pretty quickly to like Hancock being like, all right, let's go. And then the, uh, I can't remember her name, the woman, um, who like body checks her is kind of like, oh, uh, no. uh, yeah, she's, she's like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, this way. Like she's kind of like holding her head. And I think they cut to like, uh, Hancock, like looking over her shoulder, like be careful, Luffy. And then they show quickly, like what happened where she freezes her very quickly. And is like, sorry, Luffy, this is as far as I can take you. And he's like, don't worry. I really appreciate everything. Like I'll take it from here. And yeah, I think he gets her name right. And then she's just like, oh my God, it's, it's more of, it's less of like a whole fantasy thing and more of like, <gasps> like, this is, like she gets sweaty and like blushy and she's just like, is are we married now? And, but it's not like, it doesn't turn into a whole bit. Like she's just kind of like holding her cheeks and then Luffy like goes into the rafters. Like I don't, okay. the, the only time that, that, that like kind of like a uh, Bishohan like fantasy thing happens is when they're on the boat and it's like the very first time it happens. That's the last time it happens. Can I get okay. you to say that word for me one more time, Molly? <laughs> no. Bishohan? Bishonen. Be shown in. I might be getting a monster hunter monster <laughs> mixed up. <laughs> you might be. Is it really handsome? Uh, mm, you know, cutie. I'm, I'm not gonna it's, say no. Big cutie. It's it's just shown in with B on the front. The, 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 be, the, <laughs> the show hen is very be shown in. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like it really is just like those moments with like with Hancock. They're not as played up in the manga. Um, which I appreciate because I think that kind of belittles her a little bit. It makes her more relatable, right? But like, I think the instances we get that in the manga work the same way without having to um, really just throw this like I don't know. I, I'm well. I, I feels like it. I, I understand know. where you're coming from. I, I for me, it was always a way to. Not that, not that we necessarily needed reminding, but there's so much happening and we're introduced to so many people and reintroduced to so many people that by the time we get to the major conflict, you know, a, a down a couple days from now in, in the timeline of the show, there, we're like, oh, okay, that's right. Because Hancock is still a fairly new character 
in this in this world at this point and sort of, and getting that the little bit of levity with the little bit of seriousness and the reestablishment of who's really on whose side both for like are these are the Shichibukai really working for the marines or are they like and we'll see it with other people too or do they have other ulterior motives for taking this position um and and i i think they work well enough but there are times when they're a little bit too much i i'm i'm a little bit i i agree with you but i'm also a little bit like they work for me <laughs> yeah i i mean we've had this conversation before i'll say it for everybody else just really quickly like there are a lot of characters in one piece um i think like a lot of women characters in one piece that i really like i think they're really cool but i feel like now that I'm rereading, I'm like, actually, I really like this character. Like, why do I hate them to a degree? And I feel like Oda gets it to a degree. Like, I do like these characters. I like where it's coming from in the manga. But the animators kind of go off a little bit. Uh, they're, a bit uh, they're a bit thirsty. It's just like, I mean, we were just talking about Bonnie earlier today and all the figures of her. Um and she has like one pose. It's like the one, the first time we see her in the manga. It's just this one pose. And for whatever reason, every single animated thing about her, her legs got to be spread. Like, it's it's she's not like walking around in the manga like man spread style. You know what I mean? It was one pose at one time, and then now it's like every instant we see her, it's just like legs got to be spread. Like I hate that so much. And so it's like. It's like that, right? Where it's, I feel like a lot of the negative connotation I pick up from these women characters is mostly influenced by the amount of fa- like fan service that the animators are forcing upon you. When I know the original content is not that. Totally understand that. Yeah, that's yeah. where I'm coming from. Hondo P. Hondo P. Do P P. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, <laughs> one of my favorite teases that I totally forgot of until I until rewatching, just because there's so much of this that yeah. uh, lives rent free, was as they as they were sailing or as the Marines were sailing in, ba- backtracking a little bit. Yeah. Uh, as Momonga's ship was sailing in, we actually see Buggy's crew. Uh, being like, yo, we gotta go save our captain, Alvin. Yeah, and being yeah. Like, nah, nah, fam, that's fine. Um, <laughs> and then being like, eh, I guess you're right. And then just totally. Yeah, it wasn't like Alvita was just, just like. That sounds hard. Alvita's just like, yeah, we're really gonna go in there and rescue Buggy. I don't think so. We'll all die. And they're all just like, let's just say that he he sacrificed himself for the for the rest of us. They're all just like, thank you, Captain Buggy. It's like, yeah, all right, Thanks okay. Do you guys remember how Buggy got captured? Uh, I don't think. Did they I, show it in the anime? No, I no, maybe, was I don't it a, think so. Was it a cover chapter? I think so. It was sometime after he partied with Ace, um, and it was like I think like a quick insert of um, uh, after Ace fought Blackbeard, and now I'm like. I know it happened. I wasn't sure because there has to be some context, right? Like it can't just be like, "Oh, he got captured." Bye, 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 It's like, but at the there same was time, though, because because they didn't care about him or know who he was, the fact that they just put him into um, into a floor where, because of his devil fruit, he takes no damage. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they would have they would have captured him in anything other than like a petty crime, you know? 
like he's he stole a loaf of bread um i was and... gonna say he like dined and dashed this is probably so... the most <laughs> this is this is perfect though this is this is perfect though this this is gonna set up for later in this episode sometime yeah. after ace left buggy was captured by the marines due to him mistaking their base as captain john's treasure hold and he was sent to impel down oh yeah idiot like, there we we still don't have any we've had like a couple setups of like captain john's treasure and oh this will guide you to captain john's treasure is that the thing for captain john's like there's so many things and and it's just like yeah that's what it is it really is just like just small context for like the whole reason why he's gonna help luffy in a second like but yeah it's and yeah they i just buggy is so interesting and we will talk about exactly why he's interesting in an episode or two very specifically but i i love this like weird well he just happens to know about this legendary treasure that's not one piece like that Cap- captain john whoever captain john is the character of no i guess we're, we are going to talk about buggy in a second but like because we have to we have to get there sure. but um before before we get there um al do you want to talk a little bit about the most bdsm prison in anime, possibly, uh, impel down the BDSM prison where <laughs> there's a character named Sadie who, uh, in it's the anime specifically, the sadomasochist. There's uh, the torture Wait, room and everything. And Sadie's voiced by uh, by Lenti, who mm-hmm. is wonderful voice talent. Uh, one of Lenti's first big roles was Sadie and it's it's just such a like oh my gosh that is Lenti and I tweeted about it and Lenti's just like oh gosh it was so long ago (laughs) it's just like that was it that was the one it's like it was very uh very cute interaction Lenti's very good yeah also this is um isn't there no we'll get there that like random uh Caden's wife that was only in the anime Olive, voiced by by Dawn. (laughs) It was also amazing. Yes. I remember the name of all the characters. Like, that's why when you're just like, oh, was the girl in the thing who handcuffed uh, handcuffed, uh, Hancock? It's like, yeah, it was... Yeah, I, that was yeah, Domino. I, yeah, there was I know a her. Knight Dom, Domino who has a riding crop, I think, and, like, yeah. a captain's hat. Yep. Uh-huh. Aviator shades. Yep. Um, also, it, instead of pants, she wears boots. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's correct. As one does. As one does. No, this was so funny, though, this character. That's... No, wait, no, wait. You're ta- wait, which, which character are you talking about that wears pants and not, no pants and boots instead? I'm talking about uh, D- Domino. Okay, yes. Okay, correct. Um, but this character, Olive, I loved when... Uh... I loved it when... <laughs> When yeah, when Caden was like, "Oh, she's got to come back, right?" I she's, she's gonna come back. That was like such a great design, and she's I was like, "No standout." I was like, "Who? Who the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> we were panicking in the. Everyone was so confused. <laughs> it's like right. when she's is- exclusively in the anime, but she's got an immaculate character design. She's really fun. She's very traditional pirate. She's like a very, very attractive character. And, like, it, she stands out in my mind specifically because she's got a particular type of color hair that you don't usually see in anime. So when you do see that color hair, you remember it. And she's got this, like, uh, almost off-lime green, like, not the outside of the lime, but, like, the inside of the lime kind of a green. And it just sticks out in my memory. 
And she's got like some accents of orange and she's wearing blue booty shorts and this like maroon cape. And it's got like all this fluffy collar stuff. It's like, it's very like all over the place with a color. But for whatever reason, all of that together like unifies into this amazing character design that does not exist and will never come back. And I was so disappointed. <laughs> Actually, like now that you mentioned it about the hair color, I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because it reminded me immediately of Burnin, um, Endeavor's uh, uh, oh, yeah. sidekick oh, yeah. from My Hero. And I, once she appeared on screen, I was like, ooh, I'm going to like this character. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very standout. Like, you know, it's like when you see a character that has that, like, that color green hair. Like, uh, and this one's like a way, way back uh, for, for people who probably, most people didn't watch this. But when... I think of Seto Kaiba. I think of season zero Seto Kaiba with that same color hair. It just stands out to me. It was like, yeah, I remember that. And then I remember it's like, oh, no, wait, they changed his hair color for the other. It's like, that's, that's kind of like not as great. But when you see that particular green, it's just like, it's so underutilized. It's a wonderful color. I like it quite a bit. A lot of forest greens happen. A lot of neon greens happen, but not like this key lime green. green it's yeah it's almost like a key lime green it really is it's almost like a key lime green and i really do like <laughs> it a lot i know we're talking a lot about a character that does not exist in anything else and i'll shut up now sorry well, no, the, the great thing is throughout this whole period like manga readers have been like who the hell is and just like type 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 who is this character that they're that referring was to? probably the most confused i've ever been in this in the entirety of this podcast like just like talking about I one piece doing podcasting i don't remember who that person was like it was 100 percent. it was like one of those instances where i'm like i'm not calling you a liar kaden but i just like i just <laughs> I'm like, I know exactly where you at. Like, I just read this in the manga. Like, I was on par with Kaden reading while she was watching. And I was just like, I'm not calling you a liar, but I have no idea what you're talking about. And then we ended up Googling it. And I was like, what is this? Like, random filler they're adding in here. I'm like, what is this? It was it was actually, like, really great, like, context for a character who we'll talk about like a little bit more I mean, later one minute in one like, minute in, yeah. in one second but i don't want to like but, but it like it leads into a little bit of backstory about impel down in and of itself and it was it was nice flavor because we got to see like a bit of a flashback to see like how things kind of got into play and how some of the interpersonal relationships between the people working at impel down work and it was it was nice and also we got a really cool character yeah, that it was really, really unfortunate, though, that you're like, I'm in love. And we were like, oh, we got bad news for she's you. Such a, okay, listen, she's an, an incredibly interesting design. Uh, I, I love Dawn's voice 100%. So it's always a pleasure to hear Dawn in anything. And I was just like, I hope there's more to her than just this. And it was just that. And I was a little disappointed. But I still love Olive. She's one of my favorite, like, character designs in One Piece overall, just because of, like, the color theory behind her. It seems chaotic, but it works, much like this podcast. Ew. <laughs> God, look Appreciate at those booty that. shorts. Hate it. Love it. I love... Listen, <laughs> listen. If you choose to wear the booty shorts for you, wear the booty shorts. Oh, if somebody up. pressures you to wear the booty shorts and you don't want to, don't wear the booty shorts. But Olive looks 100% like, yeah, I'm going to wear the booty shorts for me. <laughs> People out there, listen. I'm not judging against booty shorts. Here's what I'm judging about. This character was very clearly designed by a man. I'll say that. Yes. 
It's true. 100%. I would love. I would love to be. I would. They're wearing a long sleeve vest. With I a would belt. love. I would love. I would love she for someone to tell like me a woman designed cleavage. this person. Okay. She's- I would love. I would love for somebody to tell me a woman designed this. I just know they. I know that they didn't. I know that they didn't. With the booty, it's the Harley Quinn booty shorts, which is uh-huh. more of like underwear, but they're still shorts. Giant titties. And like just like the appearance of somebody who doesn't fit in this anime. The color scheme's great though. Color scheme's great. Amazing. The color Hold on. Is the wait a minute. What? Is that our color scheme? Uh, yeah, red, yellow, yeah. orange, and green. Purple and green. I will say, I will say, Molly, to 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 the the to the admiration of the industry and character design as a whole, there are women who design characters like this. That's who are designed, like like uh, the easy one, the the low hanging fruit, the one that I will always reach for in this particular you know context is our uh, Mari Shimazaki who designed Bayonetta, and Bayonetta oh, is yeah. very. Bayonetta is not wearing clothes. That is her yeah. hair. Yep. She is a hundred percent naked. It's like what an like what an incredibly creative thing. It's like all this stuff. It's like there are uh, there are times where that is true. Totally valid. That said, I will say probably eighty percent of the time, it almost appears that you are correct in the sense that it is, it is definitely a a a cis guy designing a woman character. It's, again, she's like 80% cleavage. Nothing against that. Trust Listen, me. Yeah. Um, Listeners out there, wear whatever you want. There's no judgment here. There's absolutely no judgment here. What I'm complaining about is the male gaze is what I'm complaining about. And it, it seems very apparent that this character was designed in the male gaze format. For somebody that like, this isn't even like, they just randomly add this filler yes. In that like doesn't need to be there. They have a million other things they have to get to in this next arc and the arc after, and they still took the time to just add in this weird. But they went off like they went like, off nice on flavor context time. for like I just I just for something that was so unnecessary. I'm just a little annoyed about it. All I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cap my thoughts on all of of with one thing. It's like, as somebody who is about 80% cleavage, game recognizes game. All right. Yo. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I, can, I can stand behind that. <laughs> Going off of what you were saying, Molly, about, like, there's so much to get to. Like, we also have, a f- like, if they, it seems like this was a way to show how impenetrable the, uh, the prison is. But we have a half canon character that has broken out of the jail it's it's a character that the film about them isn't canon but them existing as a character is canon and instead of going off on that concept and either making it muddier or clearing it up we got a new character and we got a like a new inhabitant of this world that i mean we never see again uh but uh, I think I think it would it it would have behooved them to either just gone with Shiki or yeah. shown us that Olive had escaped with everybody else, at just to be like, okay, Olive's out there somewhere. Yeah, it was just it was 
market 100%. Like the fact that like there is actually a quick filler that turns into a movie that we will talk about sometime soon. Um, that is like in direct relation to what's happening in the manga. It's just like a quick little addition. They didn't need <laughs> just to, why? <laughs> I know why, but why? For Caden. It was just for Caden. Just for me. <laughs> the fact that Caden got any amount of uh, enjoyment out of this sells it for me. That's mm-hmm. fine. I'm glad I'm glad Caden liked this part. If that's you know she's a fun looking character. She's got a great voice. She she's got some funny dialogue. It was just and it was quick. It was just like Bing, bang, boom, and we're on with it. There was no, like, it wasn't really in the way. It gave some flavor context for Impel Down. I liked it. It was fine. Yeah, and a uh, very talented voice actress. Um, it's like, that's that's totally valid. All right. So now we're at prison. We're, we're, I'm we're sorry prison. we talked about Olive for 10 minutes. <laughs> Are you, though? But also, like, no, but also if, absolutely not. Like If we I, didn't, nobody would have. Fair enough. Welcome to Yayo Live Talk Show, where we talk about Olive at <laughs> least 10 minutes per episode. <laughs> like, we're going to have an Olive segment of like, well, well where would the Olive, Olive fit in? Episodes. <laughs> what would Olive do in this situation? Yeah. <laughs> Sa- Sanji's canceled, replaced with Olive. Um, Yo, let's go. I'm up I'd to allow it. that. I'd allow Ten, that. 10,000% about that. Um, but in, in speaking about uh, Olive... Her story was to give a little bit more cons, uh, uh, context to the uh, what advice uh, what the uh, the warden I guess mm-hmm. or no he was the vice warden vice uh, warden uh, Hannibal and to give us yes. a little bit more like he's a weird like what a f- weirdo devil belly Egyptian pharaoh king type sort of that guy's eaten too much. Taco Bell. Very right. ambitious. Openly ambitious. Uh, he's openly a lot of things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's where the One Piece thing that happens every time a new character introduces it happens. Where it's like, Freak of the Week? Freak of the Who's week? this freak weirdo? Week. Mm-hmm. Who's this freak? Freak of the Week. Who's this? A, a diving board chin. Just looking at him, it's just like, <laughs> what is up with your pants, my guy? That's what you're going to go with, the pants? It's upsetting. It's upsetting because he's kind of got this, like, tarp in front of his pants. Knees weak, pants upsetting. And there's, but, he's got, like, but he's got, like, parachute pants. But he stuffs the bottom half in jackboots. And so it's like, wh- what? Yeah, common like, prison what is happening? garb. No, no, no. Common. None of this is, no. And he looks like a sphinx. And I'm, I'm confused about everything that happens. A bullhorn eyebrows? The horn eyebrows? <laughs> There's a lot of demon iconography in associated to Impel Down. And just no, to sort of... That sounds weird. Well, ju- just to sort of uh, like hammer home that this is hell. To the point where there are a lot of... Uh, each various level of these of the prison is established as a type of hell that gets mm-hmm. worse and worse and worse. The farther you go down, the higher the bounty you have or the more of a danger you are. Uh, and so having these demon looking SOBs be the, um, the antagonists for Luffy and the friends he made along the way, maybe Impel Down is just the friends we made along the way. Um, <laughs> is uh, the hells we went through along the way? <laughs> th- I mean, Kane, you're thinking about it though. I am, yeah, consider it. 
And, and I also realized um, Al was telling us about uh, the BDSM of it all. Mm-hmm. And we cut him off. Well, I can just go through the different levels of hell real yeah, quick. Yeah, buddy. So, level one, Crimson Hell. Uh, prisoners are forced to run from the guards the whole time. It's a forest made of razor-sharp blades of grass and trees and leaves and stuff. I think from D&D, that's what Orc Hell is. This is like a forest of blades or something. And level nice. two, Beast Hell. The whole place is inhabited by beasts that their food is the prisoners, so... You're just trying not to get eaten. And there's a huge sphinx that guards the exit. It's coming back. Level three starvation hell. It's a hot desert area uh, where people are basically kept in starvation mode the whole time. Sounds like Vegas. Yeah. Around around this spot, everybody's bounty is pretty high. Inferno hell. It's hotter than level three. Uh, The heat comes from below. Um yeah, in, in the, the hot hell, everybody's bounty is uh, 69 million berries or more. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. But uh, it's, there is a large boiling pool of blood. So flames, blood fumes, probably not great. Uh, below that is frozen hell, which is just hell but frozen. And below that is, uh, I guess we could get into that at the end of the episode. Like we're we're going to be going down to five and just before five point five this episode, I think. Yeah, you're right. Before the before the breakdown happens, so, um, but we do get glimpses at uh, level six, which is eternal hell, which is essentially just you you stay here until you die. They are the yeah. the biggest names when it comes to. Um, criminal enterprise for lack of a better word, like the most dangerous to the public. They're locked up, thrown away the key essentially. And they're like erased from history, death penalty, life sentence, whatever, whichever comes first, really. And this um, is where ACE is, right? And this is where ACE is being kept. And we get our first glimpses of it when, um, when Boa heads down, like her, her whole gimmick of tr- sneaking in was, I want to see the eyes of the man that we're prosecuting, and then I will accept your offer. Um, which there's like a little bit of, well, th- hmm, this is weird, but uh, nobody like really questions it. People are just she's like, oh, too hot to question her. <laughs> too hot to question. Yeah, man, you love too to hot, see it. Too hot to give a thought. Um, <laughs> It's, but that's T H O U G H T, not T. Anyway, to be clear. no, no, <laughs> too late. Hot, too hot to trot. Nope. Too hot to thaw. Uh. Um, <laughs> but uh, she stirs up a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a disturbance, uh, having On all, yeah, distracting everybody so that she can tell Ace Luffy's here. He's coming for you. But as a result of that, because he's sharing his. Uh, his cell with Jinbei. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Jinbei, Jinbei also hears that and is like, "What? Who? You have a you have a brother? There's a brother? There's a thing? No, like, no. He's like the, the little oh, bro right. you, you talk to me about all the time. That, like, oh, I, I, I. He was a little. He was a little shit. But here we go. Here we go. Whole bunch of like, yeah. So level six is just the worst of the worst and ace. Or I should say, the worst of the worst according to the government. Which, there's probably some great people down there. You know, probably not all super bad. Just because no. knowing that the internet, the, the government dumb. I, I, I wanted to mention the giant hole 
in level three that people go, ah, I can escape. And if they are like, oh, I just need some sort of some sort of uh, release from this hot, hot prison. Um, it's a ventilation shaft for level four, four. So people just jump in and fall to their death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So oh, f- like that fun, light prison comedy. Yeah. Well, know. yeah. That's pr- that's prison. That's prison. So we know we know what Bo was up to. She went all the way down to see Ace. They had a quick chat. Nobody's the wiser. Uh, at the same time, Luffy is just running loose in prison, and he's doing okay so far. I don't think anybody's detected him yet. He's he's getting away with it. As as he's running, we're going. We're gonna be going from level to level. He knows that he has to reach the bottom, and he's gonna. He doesn't want to make us think about it, even though he like there gets to be times where he's like, "I'm trying not to be noticed." He's like he's like shouting at the Dendin Mushi, "Don't perceive me!" <laughs> but he's like he's also just like very specifically, he's doing okay. Like for Luffy, he's he's doing incredible. Like you you told this boy to sneak, and he's actually doing okay. Like maybe he's talking to some prisoners every once in a while. But he's like still undetected. He's still doing okay until. Well, people are more f- like the, it seems like the guards are more focused that the prisoners are starting to get roused. Like no, because pris- well, in the sense of like the prisoners are seeing, oh, there's just a guy here, and it's causing it's causing attention. Like that's no. in terms for me for my for my head Like Luffy is doing well, but on top of that, it's sort of like. If I like throwing a rock into a prison cell and the the instead of looking to where the rock it's like a video game like instead of looking where the rock came from or like hey did somebody throw a rock they look at where the rock landed and went what's that rock doing there like that's that's sort of what I think about the guards of Impil Town. Well, he's like doing really well for Luffy, and then he runs into Buggy, who's like Buggy's already trying to escape. Buggy's the one who's causing the commotion, and then he runs into Luffy. And then he starts. He, then he gets like Luffy detected, and then they're like, "There they are!" And he's like, "Why are you screaming? Stop screaming!" <laughs> and it's all it's Buggy. It's like he was doing pretty okay for Luffy, and then Buggy showed up, and he Buggy is now the Luffy in the situation. But everybody, the world's reaction to Buggy is <laughs> a consistent thing of like, who, "Who's this freak?" And mm-hmm. Luffy's specific reaction of like having the like remembering back and like going back to a part where. Even though we had that little bit with Buggy's crew, having the flashbacks of the little bits of Buggy that we did have, and and Luffy just going, "Oh hey Buggy," like is so <laughs> it's so Luffy, but also like yeah, he deserves as much. <laughs> He's just kind of like, "Oh hey man, I'm looking for some like you know, I'm good to see you." Like you're getting coffee or something, and you see somebody, but you don't want to talk to them. And it's like, yeah, okay, sorry, I'm I'm in, I'm a little busy right now. I got to go find my brother, and it's like oh, I had to run into this guy. And, but like, then Buggy's like, ooh, I should probably stick around. Buggy's no, Buggy is just like straw hat. Like, what are you doing here? And it's like all the guards are like, there they are. And it's like they all start, they start running in the same direction. And Luffy's like, stop following me. And he's like, whatever, I'm going this way. So all the guards on this level, they're blue gory, which yeah. like blue blue gorilla dudes with like skull cloaks, uh, and they all have like double sided axes, and they're big, beefy, and Buggy can't punch good. Uh, he can like getting hit with an axe is no problem for Buggy, but he can't really defeat a Blue Gory. And his like not, basically not the strongest man in in, no. in, in the basket here, but uh, a clever one at that. Luffy, however, can punch good, so he just takes out the Blue Gory no problem. And like 
I guess, realizes that Luffy has done a lot of growing and his own journey, he's kind of stupided his way through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. without having to personally grow. So this this is sort of Buggy's journey through, maybe I should try harder. Buggy has failed upward his entire yep. life. Yep. <laughs> he has failed upward his entire life. He was originally going to sell that devil fruit and accidentally ate it and then became this powerful this and that, became a, pir- a, a captain of his own crew and then like ended up teaming up with another really, you know, strong pirate in Alvida. And it's like he has failed upward so hard that they just arrested him and just like, he deserves to be an impel down. And they threw him in here. And he's just like, all right. And then Luffy stumbles in again and kind of like saves him in a way. He's like, well, riding this one. <laughs> so he just keeps going. He's like, riding it. Let's go. This guy's, a, this guy's about to peak. <laughs> he's peaked. No, he peaked a long time ago, but he keeps mm. getting lucky. No, he's about to peak mm. and he's failing upwards. This like, guy's about to. Buggy was always entertaining, but he was he was kind of just a failure and the butt of a joke. But this like it feels like the more Oda thought about Buggy, that like we've mentioned it before, Buggy is Oda's favorite character. The more that he like remembered Buggy and writing for him, the more he's like okay. I, and similarly to to how he created like the worst generation on a whim. It could, he's starting now to go back of, ooh, I need to start filling these roles. Are there characters that I have that I can fill the roles with? Because, like, there's certain, like, Kane, you predicted that Buggy could be the end all, like, the last, not the, not the big boss, but, like, sort of mirror from the beginning to the end, just, like, to give us that sort of closure. I think Buggy is almost Luffy's perfect opposite in the fact that Luffy has always had this big lofty dream and this like this grand scale like I'm out here for I'm not here for the treasure I'm here for the adventure you know it's like I'm here to become you know the greatest pirate and I want to do that and find my crew and really like because Luffy is picky and choosy he's just like I'll make friends with anyone but that doesn't mean your crew And as much as, like, Brooke was just like, hey, will you join? Luffy's like, hey, will you join? It's like, it's because Luffy knows immediately if you're crew material. Like, Luffy will look at you and be just like, you're crew material. Maybe I won't ask you right away, but I know that I want you as a part of this. Buggy, on the other hand, is that complete opposite in the sense of even what Buggy's looking for is... Not the best. Buggy doesn't care. It's like, I'm looking for this particular treasure. It's like, well, we're all looking for the one piece. And Buggy's just like, don't care. I want this one. It's over here. I I know it's going to be, it's less of a big prize, but I don't care. That's all I need. Uh, I I just want this. I don't care who follows me. So long as I have some subordinates to do some extra work for me, I don't need to work that hard. I just need to work hard enough to be, it's like, he is Mr. Medium, where Luffy is (laughs) captain over the top. And it's like, So having that, you know, direct, like, you know, like opposing thoughts, because they don't necessarily disagree on how some things should be handled. And we see a lot of that in Impel Down. But at the same time, they're so opposite of each other in in goals and in mannerisms and in mindsets Mm -hmm. that to have somebody like Buggy uh, be that like 
And I'm not going to say that Buggy is going to be, you know, like the end all be all or anything like that. But Buggy is such a consistently pertinent and valuable counterpoint to how much Luffy is Luffy. And it's great to have that be there and to be able to see that as we're going on the journey with Luffy and having those paths cross over and over again. So to have Buggy be there almost like as a, as an important part of whatever the inevitable end game is. And I don't even really know what that is yet. That's how like, or I'm, let I'm, alone when, yeah, like when years or, away guys. Yes. Like mm-hmm. if, when or what I'm like at episode 500, I still have like half the series to go and it's still going, yep. but to have buggy be there and to have buggy still be who buggy is at his core and acting out against Luffy in one way, shape, or form. Maybe it's just in a statement or in an act. Not as in, like, the big bad, but just to have that moment would be amazing. And it kind of, like, puts that big cap on One Piece as a whole because Buggy really started us on the journey. Like, there was stuff that happened for Luffy beforehand, and we learn more about that later on. But for us... For the viewers, for the people who are reading and watching, to have Buggy be there and be that in some way, it's a nice little bit of a a nod to the length of the journey and how much has changed and how much hasn't. You're right. You're right. Yeah, there is something that the, the juxtaposition between Luffy and Buggy is something I think I've had a better way of explaining it in the past but i just can't remember it in this moment but there's something the two of them you're right you're right entirely it's like there's just between the two of them in terms of goals in terms of you know morals captains um let's uh, f- freedom and fame right? yeah yeah um like, like luffy wants to be free and buggy wants to be famous yeah <laughs> Least effort to get there and maximum effort to assure that it is true freedom. Yeah, but there's just, it's, that's why I like this arc so much because we've seen Buggy and Luffy before, but they were uh, not rivals. They were enemies, whatever you want to call it. The only times we see Buggy and Luffy together, they're versing each other. Um, But now we're in a situation where they, it's like Luffy doesn't want to team up with Buggy, but Buggy once he gets over the shock of Luffy being there, realizes that he could be his ticket out of there. Cause he's already tried multiple times at this point to break out of Impel down and it hasn't gone well for him every time. And even in like, when Luffy is walking in here, he's in the middle of like about to be captured. Like he's, he's not doing much better this time around either. Um, and so there, this comes as like reluctant uh, team up. Which is even like if you ever asked Luffy what it was like teaming up with Buggy, he wouldn't. He would be like, "No, I we don't remember that." Like we were just, <laughs> we were just in the same place at the same time, going in the same direction. Um, and then it gets to a point where Buggy's like, "Yeah, well, let's team up, Straw Hat. Like, let's, uh, you know, you and me, let's get out of here." And then Luffy's like, "I'm not trying to get out of here. I'm trying to go like deeper into EBDB. Like, I want to go. I'm going to the elevator." And the elevator is going to say EBDB on gonna, it. He's going like, to go into the EBDB elevator and he's going to hit down. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's that's what he's going for. And Buggy immediately is like, all right, see ya. Like, like, I'll get out of here by myself. And then we get this situation where he notices the the costume jewelry on Luffy's upper arm and is like, yo, 
Yo, yo, yo, yo, yo, yo, yo, yo, yo, yo, wait, 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 what do you, what do you got, what do you got, what do you got right there, what is, what is that, what is that, and then Luffy not even knowing or caring, I think Buggy even says out loud, like, that's very clearly the way to get Captain John's treasure, like, this is a treasure map, very specifically, he ke- he tells Luffy immediately what the value is in this little trinket that, like, Nami let him have, and um, Luffy's like, cool, you can have it if you just show me how to get to Ace, like, y- you've been here before, like, let's, you know, I'll give you this thing if you help me out. Um, and he's like, deal. And with the intention of like the internal monologue of Buggy being like, I'm going to betray you the first second I get. And then Luffy being like, wow, you know what? You're a genuine guy. Like, yeah, that, what a cool dude. Oh, I'll just pay you right now. You were an asshole before, but like, I really appreciate it, man. Like, thank you. I really appreciate that. And oh, then Buggy, help? Buggy's just like, no what? straw hat like no it's like he's just like i'm just he's like you're too trusting like i'm just a dirty rascal like don't trust me just immediately throws buggy off his game i'm yes. literally a filthy clown and you trust me yeah and he's just like no baby he's like sweet child sweet summer child don't <laughs> um there, and there, then- I-, I wanted to ask molly there's a moment in the anime where buggy looks and recognizes it recognizes something reminds him of Shanks in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like Luffy looks at him in a determined way and he sees like a memory of Shanks and he goes, all right, well, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it flashily. And as they continue, was mm-hmm. that, was that moment in the manga too? No, I don't think so. Like oh, it really man. is just this moment where it's just him and Buggy. And it's, it's less of like, I'm going to do this because you remind me of Shanks and more of like this, this fucking kid's crazy. But you're all right. Is that on top of on top of the oh you're crazy, you're so nice. Don't it's, trust me, I'm a terrible man. It's like we're gonna get to a point sometime soon in the next couple arcs where when that thing happens, it's a little bit out of um left field. Like when the thing happens, you know, like there's like a level of surprise. So they're not they're not retconning. Oda is not retconning what will happen later here. Like it's, it's just more of like, it's less of like, this kid reminds me of Shanks. Like Shanks is not in the conversation at all. He might be like, there might be like one line of dialogue where it's like this fucking guy, ah, you know, you know what really pisses me off? You always remind me of that guy. Like in like allude to, he's thinking about Shanks, but there is no, this isn't no one piece movie where we see, (laughs) we look out into the horizon and we see, uh, like 50% opacity of Shanks smiling and turning away from the camera and disappearing into the sunset. Like there is no, they're just kind of like, you know what? The deal is happening. We're going to do this. We're going to do this flashly. And then like, pow, 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 starts like exploding things. And then we get the like, hey, Straw Hat, do you remember back when, when I was uh, blowing you up with uh, buggy bombs? No. Sad, (laughs) sad buggy (laughs) meme. Mm. That's yeah. that's a meme that we used in our it's uh, the spoiler buggy chat. Ball. Buggy balls. Oh mm, no, that doesn't sound. You don't good like that. You, like you don't that. like it. No. You don't yeah. like it nope. when you put the, you, if you put the S on it, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Straw Hat, do you remember my buggy balls? No. <laughs> no. Oh. No. Okay. Pass. And it, it, it's so funny, though, right? For somebody who's like, I hate this kid. I hate you. We're, we're teaming up now. And then he just like me like the camaraderie, right? <laughs> He's just like, like, what a, what a, what a, a wants, Buggy wants validation. That's all he wants. 
He wants validation with no work. He doesn't want to own up to anything. He wants people to know who he is and then not have to do anything. That's what Buggy is. That's his entire personality boiled down to the most simplest thing is, I would like people to know who I am, but I don't want to do any work and I also want to be rich. But I will take the credit for anything that I am slightly involved in. 100%. Yeah. He won't offer it, but he will take it. Now, does anybody remember how Mr. Three gets thrown into this this duo? Uh, he's on level three, though, isn't he? In Idney, Idney, Idney. Oh, we back? Are we back in Idney? No, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, my throat is shot after last night, so I couldn't even do that if I tried. Idney, it? So through the through the rest of level two, Buggy decides, "Hey, let's no clip," and hands Luffy his feet. No clip. <laughs> and he's he's just flying around the level. <laughs> Luffy's running, holding his feet, and eventually they get to that field of blades or forest of sharp stuff. Uh, Buggy tells him to throw his feet on the ground, and then Luffy hops onto Buggy's back, and they fly across as Buggy's feet get cut up by all the little grass things. But you know he's immune to being cut, so his feet just come right back together. Um, and they end up, uh, they stop at the hole mm-hmm. down to level three. Mm-hmm. Molly, you, yeah. what, what happens? Oh, what? oh. Uh... Molly's too busy making Buggy look at a butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, in the middle of this conversation, I realized I never made the sad Buggy an, an emoji for our oh, Discord. didn't. So I was like, I have to rectify that right now. And then when I was clicking to show that... <laughs> I was clicking to show that we have the emoji now. I looked at all of our emojis and I saw the Luffy butt. And I was like, I have to pair these two. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention in class, teacher. <laughs> Wait, no. This is just for us. We can cut this. They don't, the audience doesn't need to hear us giggling about what we're doing on our what? Discord. But uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, get, so they, like we yeah. we need so many subscribers on Twitch so we can have the exact number of emojis that we have in our mm-hmm. Discord server, <laughs> so that we can have all of these dumb things happen in our chat. That would be perfect. You're right. You're right. So Al, um, they reach the hole in the middle of level two. Y- yeah. So is that where they see Mister Three in prison, and he's like, "Hey, I know you." Well, I think the buggy says that leads down and nervously and Luffy's like, okay. And just jumps down. But I think Buggy's getting chased by the blue gory. And so he jumps down too. And then his feet fall. Right. And he's like, Does Luffy just wait. throw his feet first. No, I think oh, that's Luffy right. Luffy's just holding on to has it. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> which, which means that Buggy has to go because <laughs> he, he follows his feet. With- Right, he has to be within a certain range of his feet. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think um, at some point, like Buggy throws keys because he wants like a prison riot to distract from everything, and then um, I think that's where Mister Three comes in. Yeah, I think Luffy just sees him and grabs him, and then they just keep going. They keep going. We but now, see a grizzled Mister Three. Yeah, like, as, as grizzled as he gets, I guess. He's got he's got flat hair. He's still got the three, but like it's it's not as perky as it once was. It's a lowercase three. Yeah, it's a lowercase three, small what? small three. Small three. Small three. Missing um, three. and now we have this incredible trio of buggy Luffy. And Luffy <laughs> does remember Bonchan. Of course he does. But he doesn't really remember Buggy too much. 
Buggy That's or fair. Mr. Three. Listen, Buggy was not a bro. Buggy was an asshole. Bonchan was a bro at the end. You can't forget a bro, bro. For Mr. For Mr. Three and Buggy, Luffy was like a formative experience in their lives. It's like everything they did changed when they met Luffy. For Luffy, no. <laughs> was... It was a Tuesday. <laughs> Actually, when you think about it, like the only times Luffy interacts with Bonchan is when they meet, he's just this silly guy on the ship changing faces. And then the next time they meet, they're leaving Alabasta and uh, Bonchan's like, go bros, like I got you. Because Sanji is the one who has to deal with Bonchan later. Like Luffy is aware that Bonchan is a bad guy, but he doesn't ever see Bonchan do bad. You're a bad guy, but that doesn't make you bad guy. Yeah, so it's like the only instances Luffy is like witnessing of Bonchan is like he's taking a hit for them for the Marines and then he's just a silly guy when they first meet. So, I mean, it's it's mostly the like taking the hit for the team is what Luffy is probably remembering and immediately it's just like Bonchan, which is an emoji in our Discord is the two <laughs> of them tugging. And like my I think my favorite thing about the team up with Mr. 3 and Buggy is that they both they they sort of t- it in in the sense of like a an Usopp and Anami of looking at all of the madness that's going on around them and just being like this is insane this is the craziest thing that we've ever done what are we doing how can like they are the reality they are the eyes of the of like a an, a normal person in this world yeah. and and just we get to experience that through them of like you are literally crazy what are we doing yeah this is where i want to say that this is something i've been waiting for is luffy doing everything going to impel down and doing all this stuff luffy is without his crew this is his temporary crew. His charisma <laughs> is off the scales. He's just gaining. He's, he's what was like, once like, what was once enemies are now allies. Literally, right. everyone who has been an enemy at some point is now an ally to Luffy. Right. And then it started with with Hancock. You know, getting him in there, and then there's like Buggy and Number Three, and then Bond. Chandis is like, this is just him rebuilding the Straw Hats, but with people who fought him not like too long ago yeah like three weeks ago thinking about thinking about the order of meeting buggy buggy cannot be cut by a sword the opposite of zoro uh uh mr three uh cannot uh like the only thing that i can tie it to would well no never mind it doesn't make sense nah i was the thing is is, I, i will say this buggy is usopp yeah. Buggy is a hundred percent Usopp in this Buggy? situation because, like, this are you are you out of your mind? We'll die. And Luffy's just like, they'll be fine. And Buggy's yeah. just like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> and and then it's like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Three seconds later, oh great, now we're here. And it's like mm-hmm. it's, that is Usopp. That is a hundred percent Usopp. There is a tie to from with that like. This makes it sound a lot more egregious than I'm saying, but Oda does make a- an effort a little bit later to make Buggy feel like Usopp a little bit more. I guess is the best way to put that. Inch resting. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's really that. Like I, I didn't want to make it sound like it was a bigger thing than it is. But he, he does something where you go, oh, that's funny. But it's not, it's not like plot or anything. So, um, so, so Buggy turns into his own version of Soga King. Is what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, thinking about it, he kind of yeah. does. Like I was does. outside of his control. I was gonna say, is like, could we? Could we? I was gonna call him. <laughs> Bugger yeah. King. I was gonna call him Bugger King. Bugger King. <laughs> we do uh, Bogus King. Bogus King. Bogus King. Shout out to Bogus King out there. Yeah, you're right. It's it's also like a situation where when he's like, "Dude, we'll die," and Luffy's like, "Maybe, but like if I die, I still have to save Ace." Menta- right? Or he's like, he's like, "Sure, we'll die, but like I won't die, die until I get my bro out." Like. You know, it's like he's fully it's like Luffy is very full, fully aware of the consequences about what could happen while he's down there. And at the same time, sets it aside. And it's like, dude, if I die, I'm just going to get right back up. Like, you know, it's yeah, like, I'm going wa- to walk it off. You, I wouldn't die even if you killed me. Yeah, it's like it's, it's a mentality where he's like, sure. But everything I've done up until now, I could have died and I didn't. But also, like, I'll just walk it off. Like, if there's meat in this place, it'll be fine. And it's like, in that moment, he gear third punches through the wall, destroys the monitor room, yeah. and defeats the basilisk. It's like, what? When did that happen? Yeah, it's... it's Large it's just, hand! It's, it's very much like, yeah, I could die, but it's fine. It's fine. It's like, straw hat, we could die. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. There are more important things than me dying. The most important thing here is getting Ace out. And if I have to die along the way... The Ace I'll operation. do it. Yeah, listen, I gotta, sometimes, I gotta get the listen. I understand that. Like Luffy, Luffy, in this sense of just like, there is a greater sense of purpose here beyond myself. If I die, I die. But I have a goal here, and I won't die until the goal is met. So I'm just gonna keep going. Let me just say as well, Caden, that you understand what's happening here. If I was there and I was aware that Ace was gonna get. Uh, executed, I'd go a little feral too. All right. I would be, <laughs> I would be going through, I would go down to EBDB. I would, I would go a little feral to get my, my first husband out of there. I would just get a little rabid, but no, please know. keep, keep going. Mm-hmm. And ta- it's just like a hundo P feral, just, just a feral woman, just, Different motivation. Same Gatling punch. I'm not stuck in here with you guys. You guys are stuck in here with me. <laughs> and I have rabies. Um, and then, <laughs> just to just breeze just, on just real past quick. that. Just real quick. Um, go, <laughs> uh, make sure to clip, clip that. Ah, there you go. But then in level, level three, Starvation Hell is where we meet up with uh, Bonchan. Bonchan! And... Uh, it, it, it's kind of a break level because no, like there's no, they're still kind of being chased, but there's no like boss monster at the end of it. Yeah, it's it's a reprieve, right? Like which it's, is weird. There's, there's less time for monsters and more time for bro hugging. We need that time. It, it's great in this moment now that we have Bonchan too, because we have two people who are along for the ride but aren't committed and at any moment are ready to just like bail as quickly as possible. And then now we actually have somebody who is willing to fight alongside with Luffy for the sake of broship. And and wasn't this where the split happens? 
where Buggy and, and Mr. It, three go off and then uh, Mr. Two and Luffy continue downward. If this is where the jailer shows up, um, what's his name? The big the guy who's got Magellan? diarrhea. Yeah. Uh, Magellan. That's yeah. when they start selling that's when they separate because they're like we're not dealing with this. And oh, they so that's when they go down to the Inferno Hell or Blazing Hell. Um and that's where we see Mr. One, uh, which is sort of an indicator of other people that might be here. Uh, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But we also learn his real no, name. No, I have no idea. We, we learn his real name is Daz Bones. Daz Bones. <laughs> which is like the most edgelord. My favorite name. Like, my name is Daz Bones and I'm literally made of sword. Like that yeah. is the most edgelord thing. I forgot... He was here. I forgot about him being here. Because he, like, doesn't stick around. (laughs) I mean, he really is just there for, like, hey, remember this guy? This guy's here, too. Because he. Look, the people from from the Alabasta arc are here. Because his. his Pay no attention to that. His whole thing in this arc immediately becomes the second he's free, he goes to help Crocodile. Like, him and Crocodile team up immediately. What? Who's. Wait, what? Crocodiles here? All right, we just Cro- buried that lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, we're ta- it's like we're about to talk about cro- we, we might have already seen crocodile with the Boa Hancock stuff, so you know what I'm saying. Um, but it's like it's like in this, it's like Mister Three's here, Buggy's here, all your all your favorites are here, Buggy's here, Mister Three is here, Bonchan's here, and this guy, and it's like who's this guy again? Das Bones. Das Bones. Das Bones. Das Bones. <laughs> it's just kind of like end this guy. Can, can we please? Um, but from the we we get the split. Uh, das Bones f's off. Uh, Buggy and Mister Three f off. Um, and they start causing a, a riot by uh, now that Mister Three is free, he can make keys to unlock the cells. And so, as a, like everybody's like Buggy the Clown sends his regards and is freeing them. And so he's <laughs> he's creating so the but it's, greatest it's also manipulation like, in like history is yeah. getting all these people's like it's like because Luffy doesn't care and Buggy's is like. This is an amazing opportunity. If I just the tell them that Buggy the Clown sends his regards, I'll have a new crew. <laughs> Which is like, it's like the lowest amount of effort he's putting into this because everything else just falls into place. Again, failing upward. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Buggy's not even doing it. Mr. Three mm-hmm. is doing it. But they're like, thank you. Like, Buggy, our, our lord and savior, like, they're putting stuff on him, and he's not doing anything. Like, he might be fighting some guards, and they're like, some Buggy attended as well. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> and it's, also, the clown was here. <laughs> Buggy wasn't even confirmed on the Facebook invite. He said, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like he's, he he read my text, but he hasn't replied yet. <laughs> he, but Buggy is a guy who leaves his texts on red. Like yeah, Bogart, mm-hmm. Bogart Q. Clownington said, "Maybe who the hell is that?" <laughs> Kaden, it's like I'm not like t- removing all sort of pretense. How, how did you guess Buggy's real name? <laughs> my God. Mm. What does the Q mean? Oh no! Yeah, we've we've heard about the the will of D. What is the will of Q? The will of Q. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Um Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, the guards the guards are enamored with oh. their new leader Buggy for whatever reason. We know the reason, but it's just like it's falling into place for him. But as as that's happening and they're they're going off on their new adventure, uh <laughs> She's back. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> you should. It's really good. As we get this appearance from Magellan, so like we see the like for lack of a better term, we see the absolute hell that our replacement crew has gone through just to get to level four, let mm-hmm. alone all the way down to six. And we see that Magellan, after making his way after bringing Ace up uh to hand him off to the Marines. Uh, we see that he has an elevator that can take him to any level. He doesn't have to go the long way. He can appear on any level as he sees fit. He goes straight to four, meets up with Luffy, and flippin' annihilates him. The worst part is that he's like, I can smell the kitchen. Like, I can smell my power-ups. I just have to get to the meat source. And then he steps (laughs) right in between him and the kitchen. Yeah, and uh, Magellan... Uh, I want to get the... He ate the the poison fruit, but specifically the Venom Venom or Doku Doku no Mi. And complete- he ate the Kakapupu Pee Pee fruit. He ate the I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> He's so poisonous, he has food poisoning all the time. <laughs> He's ready. I like when they put those little, like... I say weaknesses, just for lack of a better term. Like, here are these all-powerful people that have just, like, this little quirk. It's a downside. It's it's like you, we can't just give you a superpower without like taking something away and like the blanket like removal of power is like well okay none of you can swim but there's still a downside to certain things like Luffy's got a, a got an inherent weakness to cold cuz he's made out of rubber i mean that's just there it is he needs to be a little bit warmer otherwise rubber man can't do the rubber things because extreme temperatures bad bad and like i mean that you we were talking about it earlier like buggy has rules to how like his his chop chop fruit works which means his feet have to be down like they have to be on something for him to be able to like float around, Fly around. Them. right so he finds ways to like circumvent this but even so it still has rules and regulations to it you can't just give a dude the ability to kill people with poison instantly without having a downside so give him the runs <laughs> <laughs> sorry to jet but i got a runs <laughs> oh gosh got him yeah got it's it's like Right, it's like poison users. It's like um, users. they're they're not entirely uh, immune to their own poison, so they get the lowest form of poisoning, which is the runs. It's like they, when you they can get high on their own supply. Yeah, it's like the worst kind though, where it's like sure you can drink as much as you want and you won't be affected by alcohol, but like your your body is still trying to reject the poison you're putting in, so you're still gonna have the reaction to it. But it's all poison. Also Taco Bell. Also- <laughs> <laughs> they only have one restaurant in all of Impel Down, and it's a Taco Bell. No, it's like the that's the that's the cafeteria for the people that work there, but the the prisoners have to smell the delicious Taco Bell, but they can't obtain it. That's what oh, Luffy was I'm going towards. He was going to the kitchen, he was going to Taco Bell, and this guy got in the middle of it. 
I was gonna say it's like you got Baja blasted. It, yeah. this, the 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 restaurant in Impel Down has to be that one Denny's that nobody really wants to go to, but it's the only one that is still like close enough within the vicinity and is like clean enough to eat at at three o'clock in the morning. You kind of hate yourself it's for going. It's kind of the but only place that's open at the time, and you're hungry. It's a Waffle House, is what it is. That's what I'm describing. <laughs> oh. I'm describing a Waffle House. I was gonna say because we would never uh, talk bad about our sponsor, Denny's. Are you hungry? Go get some Denny's. Not sponsored. We're not sponsored. <laughs> that was a bit. Can we though? We should. By the amount of times we fight in their parking lot, we should be paid. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, you know what? Let's let's do an ad for let's do an ad for Waffle House. Just to be fair, Waffle House. You'll probably get stabbed, but you know what? There's waffles here. When you're here, you can get chocolate chips on anything. Waffle House. I've never eaten there. Go eat there. Waffle House. When you're here, you're bleeding. You're bleeding. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Just you just gotta soak the blood up with some waffles. That's nature. You know what? Waffle band-aids. Yeah. Nature's gauze is the waffle. <laughs> <laughs> Tea's ready. Oh, Boise. Oh, oh, I'm happy that that joke's becoming per- pervasive. Yes, I like it. So uh, Luffy, a little down on his luck and kind of dead. Um, kind of. Him and but him not and dead Benford, enough. Not dead enough, because him and Bonchan get thrown into freezing hell uh, on level five, where uh, Oh, what did I just say, though? Oh, no. That's bad for Luffy. Hell froze over. Um, It's where criminals with bounties of 100 million berries or more are kept. Um, It's just... It's a... A frozen wasteland. There are hungry wolves everywhere. Uh, Denden Mushis don't work because of how cold it is. And there are these stories of these disappearances where uh, people just, they just get demoned away. And uh, the impelled down staff is like, we're not going to mess with that whatsoever. <laughs> They're like, spook too spooky. I got a joke for like the several people listening to this. Sounds like Mantle. Go ahead. Continue. Hey. Got him. <laughs> Oh, no, that made me sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that actually really did make me sad. No. (laughs) No, I played myself. Congratulations. You played yourself. Um, But with that, our heroes are at their absolute lowest with very little hope to survive. And we're going to talk more about that on the next episode (laughs) of Yayo Talk Show. On the next episode of Yayo Talk Show. Okay, cool. Because now that we're done, now that we got to our our end point for the episode, now we can talk about how great Bonchan is. Bonchan's great. We I can, love Bonchan. What a I, bro. With so, solid character. The the fact that we're, I, I like how this was sort of a wish fulfillment in certain elements of, oh, this character was like I don't know what the character polls were like back then of in terms of like how consistent people were with their listings. Sure. I I remember Crocodile staying fairly popular. Crocodile but, stayed, uh, he's made popular this, the entire, t- almost the entire time that he's been introduced, which I don't understand. I don't get it either. At all. And it's like, even to, to like current One Piece, like spoiler Caden, spoilers out there for everybody else. He's not in the current arc and he is still <laughs> in like the top 20, like 2020, like 2021. Like he is still in the top X amount. And it's like, why? Why is he still so popular? Here's the thing. If you want if you want an older gentleman who smokes a lot, there's a much hotter one, and his name is Smoker. It's oh. like so just like I thought you were gonna with... say Sengoku. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I'm I'm literally like making it like like it's 
part of his entire thing. Like, because you take a look at Crocodile, and Crocodile's whole thing is like, I look like a gangster mobster. And Smoker also kind of has that same vibe. It's like, you put the two next to each other. They look very similar. They have similar vibes. And I was just like, I'll go Smoker 100% all, every time. I, I, Crocodile's not, not, not for me. I like Smoker. Smoker bought that kid ice cream one time. Crocodile kicked Robin across the room. All right. right I'm exactly. never gonna be I'm never gonna be on Crocodile's no, side. That guy's a, that guy's a I can hoe. make it worse. I can make it worse, Molly. <laughs> Go for it. Crocodile placed number 17 in the 2021 One Piece <sighs> character poll. He, I remember this because he's like he's one he's one ahead of uh my he husband. Is two ahead of your husband. <laughs> oof, big oof. Yeah. Was it uh, with Marco Jinbei between them? Uh, yeah, Jinbei still, yeah, that's what still it was. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I've got I got a question for you. Hello. Where's Where's my collective wives and 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 uh, Big Mood? Are they in this list? Um, Big Mood is top ten. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby, let's go. Robin Always. is number six. Hancock is number seven. Yes. Um, hold on. They they the text three is in the a top lot ten. Smaller three <laughs> in the top. Wait for. Wives? Yeah, wives and wives and big mood. Boa is the big mood and yeah, then the wife. And Nico's the wife. And Nico's the wife. And Shaki? Shaki is also there. Shaki is not in the top ten for character for some reason. Bullshit. Can't believe it. Can't believe um, it. Um I don't see her in the top one hundred. Oh no. Are you kidding me? Well, to be fair, there's like a thousand characters. I don't care. Have you met her? She's the most interesting person in the world. Mm. You're right. Like, while I do agree with that, like, there there are also some people on here that are like memes. Yeah. Oh, good. Great. Fantastic. Kung Fu Dugong. Kung Fu Dugong is number 89. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, my God. I didn't know this. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. This is the best thing ever. No. Mm -hmm. Is Buggy number 69? Polly is number 69. I hate, <laughs> I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. That's amazing. Oh, man. That Woo, is amazing. I mean, he does have those ropes, though. Got it. Also, the fact that he's a prude makes that even funnier. Yes, I know. Entirely. He's number 69. He uses ropes. No, hand-holding is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Man, the the character popularity polls are such a weird anomaly of like memes and like um, different sort of uh, appeals of various characters. I almost let. I mean, there there are so many characters that you haven't met on this bloody list, but the fact that the lowest ranking Straw Hat hits number twenty eight. Shows yeah. you how just bizarre of a of a mindset some One Piece fans are that in. That better not be like, Usopp. No, 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 it's not. It's, not. it's, it's Frankie. Yeah, it's Frankie. What? It's the the twenty twenty one. That's ridiculous. Poll, though, That's yeah. Stupid. No, entirely. The twenty twenty one poll though is the best poll so far though because it's I think it's the first time they it's like an international poll they did yes. and so it's like a pool of all votes together and oh, then what they dumb. did they in, <laughs> but then they individually showed like the top 10 and wherever like australia the united states france like they they yeah. there's like a they subbed out like based on the information they got from all the countries and it's interesting to look at like it's like 
I, I think France had like Nami and Sanji in the top three, right? It's like, of course, France would like Sanji. He's like, he does French cuisine. But then it's like Australia. It's like, I think Australia's top five are all women. <laughs> and it's like, good for you. It's like, let's have go. We, have we talked about the Olympics on the podcast proper yet? As far as like all of the... Oh, all of the nerds? Yeah. That how One Piece has gone Olympics mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we mentioned it for like, it, it was like a quick like joke we made without yeah, but there was it. more since then like yeah. we, we saw somebody do uh luffy's gear second we saw the frankie super saw um, gear three gear three, gear three. excuse me yeah luffy, the gear three yeah. we saw as well no, yeah gear, gear three and gear two and yep. then frankie's super pose and then i think there was one more in there for one yeah three. there was some athlete that was canceled and that was sanji <laughs> got him Got him. That was a joke. Got him. I now have the the like global individual popularities. But y'all, did you see the transformer that was watching people do the climb? Uh, the, oh, the, the it climb. wasn't transformer. It was a Gundam, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. But all the news outlets were like, "It's a transformer. It's a transformer. A transformer." transformer. Like, Optimus Prime judges you as you climb. It's just like, and all of the Gundam fans are just like, "Bitch, no. that's Wing Gundam." Oh, we're talking about Japan. Excuse me? Excuse- exactly. Fake fans over here. Fake fans. Seriously. Transformers um, is also Japanese. Here's here's a... <laughs> that's no, that's a... You're right, but it's not the... It's, I think it's not the robot everybody thinks of when they think of Japan robots. Here, right. I, have a, I have a question for, for Kaden that's sort of like a... It's not necessarily a game show-y variety, but I'm just kind of curious. Of the top 20, mm-hmm. how many do you think you have met? Of the oh. top 20? Yeah. Seven. Uh, no, more actually. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Then, then people stick around as popularity stuff for, or people uh, twelve. Then, uh, you have met sixteen of them. I've met sixteen. Wow, mm-hmm. that's impressive. Do I like any of them? Uh, mostly. <laughs> I know. Mostly. Yeah. Th- yeah. There's actually a couple here where I'm like, I I have a lot of hope that you will like these characters especially of the four i think you'll like them all there's one that you might get tired of very like after months of (laughs) programming i'm already tired of sanji what do you want from me (laughs) i think uh you should you should vacation in oceana because nico robin is number two only to nami of course nami's number 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 one in oceana that makes sense uh nami's number one in oceana latin america in the caribbean and europe Again, does not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Nami is top three in all of these regions. Um, and uh, the original, like the first three crew, sh- like share the top spot in various places, which I like a lot, personally. How did, why did we start talking about the, the top, the, the character poll, the popularity poll? Uh, crocodile. Oh, that's right. Um, so actually that, that brings me to a question that I wanted to ask because this was sort of like a greatest hits. Uh, do you remember these villains? Blah, blah, blah. Were there, I was thinking the exact same thing, Molly. Thank you for saying that out loud. (laughs) It is September. It is, was September. I don't know when this episode's going out. Were there soon to be like as of recording, but I don't know when this episode's going out. Were there any other characters from the first sort of pantheon, the East blue, saga of one piece that you would have wanted to be here not necessarily instead but like in addition to kaden i'm anybody trying, really i'm trying to think uh 
people who I would have liked to see in Impel Down? That's kind of a, a, a leading question. <laughs> who am I gonna? Who am I, it's like? Who would you love to see in prison? What are you, you want to put in jail? Who are you? Know if you're you cop, you have to tell me, right? <laughs> it, it really, it really in this like. I'm not a narc. I'm not gonna talk to a cop. What Caden's thinking? It this moment too. Um, like way back when when Impel Down was coming out, it really was like one of those like all of these people we've met, all of the, all of our enemies we met along the way uh, are suddenly in one place, and it's kind of like we're getting these kind of like you know fun like end game team ups, right? Or uh, we would never normally assume that Buggy <laughs> and Luffy would team up, but now you know like they're using their hammer and and shields together type stuff. Um, and we get a lot of fun team ups, and then we're about to meet some new people that will have fun team ups as well. Mm. Um, and even people that like we are aware of how important they are um, come along for the ride, and like they haven't met Luffy yet. Luffy hasn't met them yet, but then that's going to come up with some cool team up stuff too. Where we're very much aware in contacts. Oda has set up some contacts for this person, and then it's like. It, it's like we've definitely we definitely know we've somebody at some point has said how important Jimbei is in the show and manga and like it's like we're about to see like how cool this guy is too. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna like be ups. I'm gonna be real with you. I think Oda kind of like hit it because like of the other characters, there was nothing that like stuck out or people who kind of like because there needs to be a through line of like people who the 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 Marines would deem worthy to be put in Impel Down slash people who are important enough in Luffy's past that would be worthy of bringing up here. Like, there's a bunch of, like, I mean, like, there's the rest of the the, the whole, like, Alabasta arc villains that could have been here, but none of them felt in necessary to, to bring in here. It was kind of, like, a stretch to bring number one in here because number one was just, like, I guess you're here because you're number one and we're the subordinate for, for, for <laughs> Crocodile, but like number realistically, one. realistically, who are you again? It's let me let me let me let me change your answer for you, Caden, because I don't think you're you're thinking of everybody. Would you have wanted to see Foxy here? No. <laughs> I feel like Foxy really would have added to the chaos. He really would have added to the chaos of all this. To be real, I feel Foxy would have like swayed the tide of battle more than a couple times, mm-hmm. just based off of like his own skill set. It would have just played way too far into like, like thinking about like how a lot of the fights in Impel Down go. Having Foxy there would have just been like, oh well, now we could just go around it. Okay, well we'll just do that, and it's it would make everything too easy. So I think not having Foxy here makes the tension feel real because Foxy jumping in and be like, oh, we're being, you know, uh, chased by the blue gogi. Oh, uh, slow, slow, bleem. Oh, the wow. blue gogi. Well, no, we're done. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're done. It's like, oh, look, here's, here's, we're having the, 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 the fight against Hannibal. Uh, oh, uh, uh, slow, slow, bleem. Oh, well, everything's slow now. So we could just go around him. What is he going to do? Nothing. Foxy it's like, is OP confirmed. Uh, Foxy, <laughs> listen, in a, in a situation where Foxy has good backup, and I'm talking good backup, and you can count Buggy in this, and you can count, you know, Bonchan and, and number do. three mm-hmm. and and Luffy, it's like you get those, you know, the, that skill set backing up Foxy. That's it. I mean, they would have been in and out real easy. Like Foxy would have made this 
easy for them. And I think that that's, one, boring. And two, we don't want to see Foxy in these kind of tense situations because Foxy is the goofy character. But Slow Slow Beam is kind of broken, fam. It really is. I think I wanted to, I think I, I finally, like, I've understood, put it or put it together, like, these are these are all still characters that there is, like, evidence that they are popular from the character polls, like like with Crocodile, as we mentioned. But right. they're popular, and there is something likable about them. They're not completely irredeemable. They're not terrible. But, like, because, like, I wouldn't see... I don't see them breaking Arlong out. I don't see them breaking like a Don no. Krieg out. Right? Like, and you can't contain an L. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with an L? The the, the are just like whatever. Cloud Man, I don't care. He whatever. flew to space. Like, what are they uh-huh. gonna do? <laughs> the space cops are after space. him. Space cops are after him. Space cops are after him. Are you a space cop? You have to tell me. You have to tell. But me. but that's that's the thing too. Is here are like. The only other thing that I can think of are like other members of um, the organization, like maybe Miss Golden Week, maybe like Miss Father's Day, like bring back the hippity hoppity of it all. Um, <laughs> See, like, the thing is, is like I was thinking about that. I'm just like, why would they care? Exactly. How are like, there only these three members of that organization in prison? Four. Four, including four. Mr. Zero, which is Crocodile. It's like because they're like a top four. But also we know and we also know in character uh a, like character chapter covers oh, that uh <laughs> whoever is not in Impel Down uh has gone they like went on like a little rescue mission to free the other team members and now they're all living at the bar and like uh, Miss um, Golden Week has like redesigned everybody to be whatever they wanted to be growing up. So I think Miss Merry Christmas is like a princess. <laughs> she looks the same, but she's in like a, a, a Princess Peach like dress. I thought there was also one. Um, this so this is before they got caught because Mister One is in a superhero outfit. He's like in a cape and a cowl, almost like Batman, <laughs> because he's an Edge Lord. Yeah, no, you're right. They break everybody out, and then. Uh, and then Mr. One and Crocodile still get captured. You're right. You're right. And and that just proves how smart the rest of the organization is. Yeah. And Bonchan. Bonchan also. Yeah. Also, like, they're just like, okay, well, the leader's gone. We could either keep doing this stuff or retire. Or and, get real jobs. <laughs> and it's just like, and they're just like, well, let's just retire. Like, we, we, we realize that. A rubber man came and beat the hell out of us. So maybe, maybe we stop here. And they realize their own limitations and their own like goals and everything. We'll stop here. The rest of them are just like, Bonchan don't care. Bonchan has his own goals, and Bonchan's gonna go where Bonchan wants to go. Number three is such a like, I can do this kind of a person, but it's all bravado. And then when he actually got caught, he's just like, please help, let me out. I'm sorry, I didn't mean um, it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> but you also take a look. It's like, it's the top four. It's the top four, you know, it's like of the numbered folks that are in Impel Down, which makes sense. Top four dudes. Their partners aren't in there too, which yeah, makes no, them because they even quit. smarter. They're, they're, yeah, of course. Go figure. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, so, so with that... Um, we're bef- before like because I want to we, we want to keep talking about uh, Impel Up as opposed to Impel Down. Kaden, did you have any predictions that you wanted to hit? I predict that 
everybody listening to this will go to our Yayo Talk Show Twitch page and follow us on uh, our <laughs> on our new Twitch page. Hopefully, at this point, they can subscribe too. Yeah, hopefully at this point they can subscribe. Please watch us on Twitch. No, Even, no. How did you know? They're doing that right now. Oh, oh my gosh. Please. <laughs> Almost like I know I, I know the future. No, no predictions this time around. Uh I, I've been I, I've been busy with a bunch of other things, but uh I am taking some time off currently, so Good. we'll see how uh, how far I can get. But I also have some other things that I'm I'm doing. So, do you want to talk about them? Do I want to talk about them? I can't. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Oh, yeah. well, I, guess, I guess that was Not more, yet. Of a, more of a transition into like tell the folks where they can find you projects to. Keep oh yeah, or... but uh, yeah, if you we we can we can do that. You want to do that? We Love can do, to that. do that. Yeah, let's do that then. Uh, if you want to find me and whatever I'm up to, which is a lot, but not a lot I can talk about right now. Soon. Soon, and hopefully even sooner than I think. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram. That's Caden Jensen, K-D-I-N-J-E-N-Z-E-N. And you can also find me on the Rooster Teeth website, and that's just Caden over there. Al, how about you? You can find me on Twitter at Al McClellan Jr., A-L-M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N-D-J-R. And you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Mark B. Donica. How about you, Cap? You can find me on Twitter at T-E-H-F-L-O-O-D and uh, on Tumblr, Molly Flood, Molly K Flood. And we have a Yayo talk show Tumblr. So if you want to see some memes and the fan art and everything like that, um, keep it on par to whatever episode has come out so that there's no spoilers. Excellent. Well, going along with how most arcs and sagas have ended or are still in progress, now that you've listened to the episode, you've joined our crew. With that comes the responsibility of telling your friends, leaving a flashy comment, following us on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show, and letting Caden watch the show in one piece. So come aboard, and we'll see you next time on Yayo Talk Show. Talking about One Piece.